Okay, welcome back to I'm Shook. I'm Sarah Shook, and today we're hopping into a doozy. I'm going to be honest. Um, it feels like a real, uh, you know, pressure point for society. I Maybe not as much as it was, you know, in 2021, but uh, definitely, um, you know, I've caught a lot of... Uh, <laughs> attitude and um, unsolicited comments and criticism and all sorts of stuff for this, but that's just the way of the world and okay. Um, but we're going to dive in. You know, I've really been feeling um, the pressure from my guides. Uh, I've actually woken up a couple times in the middle of the night and this has just been popping in and I feel like I should share it. Um, it's an expression of who I am. This is just my point of view. That's simply all it is. And if you are listening to this podcast, you are here to expand your point of view, to hear and accept other people's point of view without condemning them. Um, we're here for building our consciousness and expanding our awareness and all these wonderful things. So part of that is just being able to have an open mind and open heart for where other people are coming from. So if you feel triggered by this episode, I encourage you to look at why you're feeling triggered or angry or whatever it may be, um, because that's just me reflecting something that's going on within you. And if you were here to, you know, uh, fulfill your curiosity, welcome. And if you were here to uh, hear what I have to say, because you may be on the same page, yes, welcome. Thank you. Okay. And enough of that. Let's dive in. We're talking about the vaccine. Um, and I didn't get it. Um, I did not put it in my body. I did not seek it out. Uh, I knew before it came out, it was not something I was going to do. And I'm here to tell you why. This is just my point of view. Um, there have There are lots of reasons why I didn't get it. Um, I'm just going to touch on one real quick, and that is for health reasons. Um, you know, I'm going to do a whole episode about this eventually. Uh, but, you know, I, I've been through like hell and back with health stuff in the medical system, uh, just like being a complete pile of bullshit. Uh, so <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not really a big person for pharmaceuticals. Um, I, I would take a very holistic approach, but I take very good care of my body and um, I eat really clean. I know a lot about food. I know a lot about um you know, that part of life and um, what's good and what's not. And um, that's for me, but I feel like, you know, eventually I'm going to start sharing it. But um, health was was a big reason and uh, I didn't want to put that into my body. Um, I also have done a lot of research about vaccines and how they aren't good for us and they actually lower your immune system um, and all of the toxic chemical laden and synthetic ingredients that go into them. Um, you know, I'm very much into natural uh, remedies. And um, so that that's one huge thing. Uh, but the big part of it for me, I think, was a more consciousness-based uh, reason. And that's what I'm going to dive into today. And, um, you know, you may be listening to this and thinking, oh, she's batshit crazy, um, she's delusional, she's a conspiracy theorist, she's, um, you know, a hippie, whatever you want to say, uh, I've heard it all, so it doesn't bother me. Um, and 
I'm just asking for you to listen to this with an open mind because we're talking about energetics, we're talking about consciousness, we're talking about fear and trauma in this episode and how it went into um, the building of this pandemic and um, the selling of this vaccine. Uh, For me, uh, it was just riddled with manipulation and guilt and fear and uh, control. And I didn't like that. I don't like being controlled by other people and told that I need to be a certain way. And if I'm not, then I'm a bad person. It doesn't sit right with me. So um, I'm going to start off by saying this because I feel like this is it all ties in together. Have you ever been in a relationship with a narcissistic person because I have and they love to manipulate and control you they love to when you bring something up to them and say hey this bothered me I didn't like when you did this to turn it on you and make you the bad guy they love to guilt you guilting is like one of their most famous tactics to get what they want Um, and then when the guilting occurs then they also you know blame is uh Uh, mixed in with that they're blaming you it's your fault you're doing this and it's just like you know spinning circles around you and you're like oh my gosh I literally was just telling them I didn't like what they said and now all of a sudden it's like they're gonna break up with me if I (laughs) uh don't think they're like not wrong you know if I have to take all of the blame here they love to shame you and all of this is you know in a form to control you so that they're always right and you're always wrong and they belittle you and all this stuff um yeah I I've I've been in that relationship I know what it feels like I know what the energetics feel like I know what the tactics are I know the mind games that they play and the brainwashing and all this stuff and it's like hard to get out of those Uh, relationships um, but eventually you wake up and you step into your power and realize no I deserve better and I can um, uh, be in a relationship with somebody who accepts me and sees me and loves me for who I am and isn't trying to control me Um, so I mentioned this you know uh, because I feel like it's a similar relationship that society has with their governments with our Um, medical system and the media and these are the three key players that I'm touching on because I just watched during the pandemic at first I kind of fell for it I was like oh my gosh yes we need to divide and separate and stay home and mask up and live in fear and be afraid what's going to happen to us and oh my gosh the numbers of people dying and all this stuff I, I fell for it um But eventually it's happening so much, you kind of start to see through it. And when the vaccine hit the markets, I was just like, oh, God, here we go. So uh, the first thing is that, um, you know, it was also an election that was happening, you know, a major election, a presidential one that was happening during the pandemic. And um, so... I'm going to come back to that, but I'm watching the media broadcasting all of this fear. It's, you know, you're going to die if you catch this. Um, You know, you guys aren't doing your part. Wear your masks, you know, stay six feet apart. Uh, You know, if if 
you're not doing all these things, then it's your fault that like people are in the hospital. And it's like all this blame that's happening. It became so commonplace during this time. And, you know, they're just showing like the hospital wards filling up. And I'm not denying that, you know, that happened and that people were in the hospital. That is a serious thing. But I think, you know, it's the fact that the media and like uh, everyone in in the powers that be are just like, this is what they're broadcasting. It's fear. It was fear porn. And it's like, you have, you're in a position of power or of status in, in the world where you can actually help people feel better about this situation. And you're not, you're just making them be fearful. And I remember after Biden got elected, watching one of his State of the Unions and he's slamming his fist on the podium and he's saying, I'm doing everything I can to end this pandemic. And I was just like, are you kidding me? No, you're not. You're telling us there's only one way that it it, it goes away and that's through the vaccine. And then um, if you're doing everything like, okay, I'm sorry, are you shutting down Burger Kings and Taco Bells that serve toxic food? Are you telling, you know, General Mills and Doritos that like they can't put certain ingredients in their foods anymore? Like they can't sell that stuff because it's completely toxic. Are you going to make certain ingredients in our foods illegal that, you know, inflame our bodies and lower our immune system and destroy our guts? You know, things that Europe has made illegal, but the U.S. continues to put in their food. Um, are you you know, making like exercise regimens and like these exercise gurus like put out free content so that people can like exercise at home and teach people about that? Are you having like psychiatrists and like mental health professionals giving people free access to that so that they can reduce their anxiety and realize that they're acting out of fear and like none of that was happening. You're not doing everything you can. To me, it sounded like they're doing everything they can to have it their way, <laughs> to have people do what they want. And which was be fearful so that they could control everybody, so that they could remain in power. And like, that's what it felt like to me. And if you have a different opinion, that's totally fine. But we're here to just have an open mind and listen. So if you're listening to this, thank you. So, so much of us, I feel like, just gave our power away. We're constantly watching the news. And I'm just like, when was there ever a news broadcast about how someone got sick and they were okay? Because I'd say, the majority of the time, that's what happened. But they're only showing us the like, the bad part of it. And it's like, so what a tactic they're making us be in fear. And to me, it was just like, oh, it's building to something it's building so they can sell us this thing. And, you know, we heard about like, all these other methods that worked, you know, these other medicines that helped with, uh, with, the virus, but they were like, no, no, you can't do that. And they were like shaming and canceling doctors for like doing that. And uh, it's just like, what is going on here? The energetics of it feels so off. This feels manipulative. It feels narcissistic. It feels like all of a sudden the people in government are the victim and the people are the ones that are causing this pandemic. And I'm just like, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, <laughs> first of all, 
I haven't heard like any new stuff talking about where this virus exactly came from, who's taking responsibility for it, like being released into society and starting this pandemic. No one's standing up being like, hey, so sorry, we did this. Uh, this is what happened. You know, please forgive us. We're going to do everything we can. Like, it's okay. Don't worry. Like, we've been studying this thing. Like, no one has done that. No one did that. Instead, it's just all these powers that be coming forward, telling us, like, you need to do this. This happened and you better do this. Otherwise, you're a bad citizen. And, like, all this stuff that I talked about, like, in a narcissistic relationship, I witnessed. I felt. And I'm like, well, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in this fear. I like getting fresh air. I remember one time I was outside going for a jog early on in the pandemic and um, I jogged past this guy on the sidewalk and he goes, you gotta be effing kidding me. And then yells back, where's your mask? I'm like, bro, if I had COVID, I wouldn't be going for a jog right now. Relax. But all this hate starts spewing in people because they're being manipulated by the media and by the government and the medical system of like you're a piece of shit if you don't do this and I don't I don't roll like that that is not how we should be treating each other this is us throwing our trauma and our hate and our anger that we haven't dealt with onto each other and it's like that guy just yelling at me about you've got to be kidding me it's like You've got to be kidding me. We're just like all of a sudden turning on each other. I'm and I'm like here applauding like what the media and government are doing because they're succeeding at it. In Malcolm Gladwell's book, The Tipping Point, he talks about um, this uh, island Micronesia where they had a super high suicide rate and compared to the rest of the world. Like it was like way high. Um, and it was like kind of this phenomenon of like, why is it so high? And it was always the same type of people. I believe it was teenage boys who were committing suicide. Um, and uh, they were all doing it the same way. And they had all very similar reasons. And it was like, why does this keep happening? It's like almost the same thing over and over again. And the th- the thing is, is that every time one of these suicides happened, it would be publicized and put in the news. And every time it was put in the news, like more and more of these suicides would happen because they were normalizing it. They were giving permission to people who didn't know how to handle their issues or their pain. So they saw other people handling it this way. So they told themselves, oh, I guess I can just do that too because I don't know how to seek help or how to deal with my my issues. Um, the same thing he says in the same book, like, um, I think after Marilyn Monroe died and it was speculated that she committed suicide, the uh, suicide rate went up by 12% in the U.S. So it, it, the news is normalizing this stuff. I mean, it does it all the time, like, especially with if you look at right now, these shootings that are happening every time one happens, it's all over the news and they're talking about the person who did it and like, you know, what they were like and where they're from and what they were dealing with and all, you know, and even just like why they did it and like all the details of everything. And it's just giving permission to other people to do it. And we're just sitting here like, why are these happening so much? You know, they choose, they are choosing what to put into these news broadcasts and everybody's like, soaking it up like it's the next episode of Game of Thrones and it's like they're believing it they're all you know what 
Where your focus goes, the energy grows. And that's exactly what happened in this pandemic. Can you imagine if the news only broadcasted people who got it and got the virus and were well afterwards they were they were just fine and they were talking about and you know the the president or people in the news just just came forward and were talking about how it's okay it's okay breathe we're all going to get through this none of that happened so as a person who can like feel energy and is working on my building my own consciousness all of this was a red flag to me the thing is, if I'm going back to Biden and his State of the Union and his speeches when he first got elected, not only did he say, I'm doing everything I can uh, to end this pandemic, which is a lie, uh, he also said, this has now become a pandemic of the unvaccinated. So there's that um, blame. I'm like, bro, I'm sorry. This is the unvaccinated people's fault? Because in that same speech, he also said, or maybe it was another one, but I remember seeing both of them. He said, if you get the vaccine, you will not get COVID. And I also saw Fauci say that. I saw Bill Gates say it. And I saw plenty of other newscasters say, if you get the vaccine, you won't get COVID. And they're saying now that the, the, at the time that the pandemic was continuing because people weren't vaccinated and that they're infecting people who are vaccinated. And I'm just like, wait a minute, you just said that if you get it, you won't get COVID. And what, like 70% of the nation, 80% of the nation got it? So why is this our fault? Because you should be protected from people who aren't vaccinated because you said if you get the vaccine, we won't get COVID, but people are still getting it. So to me, that's like, it don't work. And the whole campaign was stop the spread. Stop the spread. People lost their jobs because... They didn't want to get vaccinated because they were afraid that if you didn't get the vaccine, that you would spread it to other people, but other people are getting the vaccine, but their vaccine doesn't work unless you get it too. It's like, what is that logic? And then it's like, you know, oh, now we're blaming the people who aren't abiding by how we're trying to control them. It's their fault. So there's that narcissistic tactic again. We're blaming you. You're the problem. We're trying to guilt you into getting it. Ain't gonna work on me, bro. That's a red flag. I just like, it, it, it was baffling to me. Yet, you know, they're giving Krispy Kreme out as a reward for getting the vaccine. And I'm just, and they're, then they start having lotteries for like, you could win this amount of money. I'm like, you could pay me, offer to pay me a billion dollars and I still wouldn't get that thing. Because for me, it's about principle. It's about what you're trying to do to my soul. It felt like I'm like, you know, my soul is like being attacked or imprisoned because I don't want to do this one thing. And everybody's just attacking each other for it. It's like an all out like citizen war because of this thing. And like people are calling me conspiracy theorist and a hippie fueled conspiracy theorist. And um, I'm crazy. Um, They're calling me Republican and a Trump supporter. And like, I even had one friend text me when I spoke up saying, I, I, you know, I questioned the validity of the vaccine, text me and say, please, can you tell me that you're not a Trump supporter? I need to know that you're not. So you're, this person is actually asking me, I need you to be who I need you to be in order for me to be comfortable with who you are. And that person stopped talking to me. 
So that was a conditional friendship to me. But it's like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I can't accept you unless you're exactly how I need you to be. And that became the narrative. And I'm, you know, I believe in choice over our bodies. We have choice to follow what resonates with us. And some people resonated with that vaccine and they got it. That felt powerful to them. That's fine. I don't hate you for it. That's your choice. But I think a lot of people got this thing because they're afraid, because they believed what the media and the government and the medical system was spewing at them. They believed it. And I think in the mix of this, we lost the ability to think for ourselves. We lost the ability to tune in with our own truth and what feels right to us. We lost the ability to recognize when we're acting from fear. We lost the ability to tap into our power and tell ourselves, it's okay. I've been sick before and I survived. It's okay if I get this and I end up getting my child sick, I'll deal with it and it will be okay. And I know on an energetic level that when we're stuck in fear, nothing lowers your immune system more because it puts you in a state of stress, in perpetual stress. So everybody's in fear, everybody's in stress, everybody's in anxiety, everybody's blaming each other for all these things and throwing their anger and their trauma at each other and getting triggered by each other and then we're not looking at our triggers. Our body holds on to that stuff and that's what makes us sick. Not a virus, it's a temporary thing. So all these red flags are popping up for me and fear is running the show. And I'm just like, whoa, this is not okay with me. And then I start looking at the FDA and the companies that are selling this thing. So there's this guy. Oh, my gosh. Uh, his name is escaping me. I think his last name's Gottlieb, maybe. And he had been the former commissioner of the FDA. And he left and immediately went over and became a member of the board of Pfizer. And he's going on all these shows, you know, news channels, The View, whatever he can get on. And it's like still 2020, like beginning of 2021, the pandemic is still in full swing. And he had written a book and published it already about how to survive a pandemic. And we're like, bro, I'm like, we ain't even through this yet. And you're here advertising this. And he's talking about how we need to get the vaccine. And he's pushing all this stuff. And he was just like one of the biggest red flags. A, because he left the FDA and then went to Pfizer. And I'm looking at after the vaccine came out. It's three months after, you know, it's been available to people. And... Pfizer has made $3.5 billion off the vaccine in the first three months. And I remember saying that to somebody and they're like, how is that even possible? Like, uh, the vaccine is free. And I was like, it's free? Are you kidding me? Our tax dollars are paying for that. They're, they're telling us it's free because it's the illusion that it is. But this is what our tax dollars paid to develop it. Our tax dollars paid for us to receive it. Who do, where do you think the money is coming from for this to happen? I'm, I know there are like donors and stuff like Google or whatever I think donated, you know, $100,000 or something like that or a million dollars. I don't remember. But like maybe it was three million. But still, that's a drop in the bucket. Like where are they getting the money? From us. 
That's where they got it from. And then they're telling us it's free. It's not free. We're paying for it. We're just not pulling out our wallets and paying for it at the time that we're getting it. So like, to me, the two that's like manipulative. Oh, it's free. No, it's not. And then also because this vaccine's going up and going out and everybody's getting it, then like the stock options for these companies are just skyrocketing. So Pfizer made $3.5 billion in the first three months. This is research. I found it in many articles. And then now, now that they've, uh, um, at this point, they've made over a hundred billion dollars in 2022 from this vaccine. So to me, it's just like, were you trying to save us or were you trying to make money off of us? And maybe it's a little of both. I don't know. But to me, it seemed more like let's put these people in fear, make them dependent on us, make them desperate. We'll sell them this thing and then we'll make a lot of money. And the people who are making the money are donors for like, you know, the campaigns for these politicians and stuff. So, again, this is just all red flags all over the place, you know, and whether this is me putting, you know, the pulse on the issue or it's just a bunch of stuff. I don't know. The energy of it felt very off to me. It's like being in a relationship with somebody where you're like, oh, they kind of talk to me a certain way that I don't like, I, I, but I'm going to keep trying to make it work. But you in your heart and your soul, you know, uh, this is not right for me, but I just really want to be with someone. I don't want to be alone. So I'm going to like make this work. I'm going to tell myself it's okay. And I feel like that's the same thing that was happening here with with the vax, you know. Um, so then recently in September, in the court of law, Pfizer admitted that they never tested the vaccine for its ability to prevent transmission. They said this. And of course, they're like, how could we? We didn't have time. And it's like, but yet you released this thing and the whole campaign to get the vaccine was stop the spread. Stop the transmission of the virus. Yet you never tested it for that. So you lied to us. You lied. And I'm going to ask you this. How many of you got the vaccine, got those boosters, and you still got the virus? And how many of you got it and you're like, oh, this is going to give me so much relief. I won't be afraid anymore. How many of you are still afraid of getting COVID, are still afraid to spread it, are still in fear? Because both of those things, I feel like, still exist. And I know from my experience, because I got COVID um, at the beginning um, of this year, it lasted four days and then I was fine. And uh, I got it from a vaccinated person. They were sitting across from me and they said, yeah, I had COVID last week, you know, but it's okay. I, I got the vaccine. Did you? Are you okay? Because the next day I woke up and I had body aches and a fever. And then I went and got tested and it came back positive. So like, it doesn't stop the transmission. Maybe for some people it lessens things. I don't know. But it's just like, we were lied to. People lost their jobs because they wouldn't get it because they were afraid they were going to spread the virus. They couldn't provide for their family because they lost their jobs. You couldn't get hired again because of this. It ruined people's lives. And they spent so much time shaming people and blaming them and guilting them because they wouldn't do this one thing when we have choice over what we do with our body. I remember I was living in LA at the time and I saw there were these billboards all over LA and 
they it was a I honestly at I first couple times I saw it I'm like is this a, like a um billboard for American horror story or something and like are they doing the next episode about a pandemic or the next season about a pandemic cuz the billboards honestly looked like that it was like this like like puke yellow color behind it and then this arm you know with this like gigantic vac uh needle or a syringe going into somebody's arm and then on the side it said did you do your part I'm like you have got to be kidding me this is like guilt trip 101 this is insane and they were all over LA did you do your part so then that's giving permission to people to like yell at people and tell them you're crazy and you're a piece of shit if you didn't do your part it's and like guilt trip and basically blaming you're a bad person if you don't get this vaccine. No, I'm not. I'm probably healthier than any of those people who get a vaccine. I take good care of my body. I haven't eaten Burger King or fast food in like eight years. I don't put that shit in my body. It's a vessel. It's a temple. I take care of it. I know what's good for me. And how I take care of myself doesn't mean that someone else is in worse health because of what I do to me. I have nothing to do with somebody else's health. I only have something to do with my health. So they, they're like creating this whole narrative that like my the health of my body is going to affect somebody else's the health of their body. No, no. We're responsible for ourselves and that's it. I'm not doing something because I'm here to take care of somebody else. That's not my job. We are here to take care of ourselves and ourselves only. And then we are fully, when we're fully taken care of, then we can offer that to other people if we feel inclined. But it's like we're here being blamed and called bad people and guilt tripped if we don't do the part that the media and society and the government and medical system says we need to do. Well, that doesn't resonate with me. That doesn't feel right to me. It doesn't feel right in my body. I'd be giving my power away and lessening myself by doing that. It's narcissism 101 too. This is just like, it was blatant to me. And all these people are promising it's going to stop the spread. And it didn't. And like, I'm thinking, well, why'd you rush it? Why didn't you test it for transmission? What what's the rush? And they're like, well, the pandemic was happening. Yeah, that's true. But or was it like starting to get better and you had to get it out before you couldn't make money off this thing anymore? I don't know. But I started seeing these parallels. You see, at the same time, I was watching this show Dope Sick. Um, and I watched a couple documentaries on the opioid crisis and Purdue Pharma. And there were a couple things that they did with um Oxycontin that uh, were very similar to what they did with the um, marketing of the vaccine. So um, Oxycontin gets released. It was made by Purdue Pharma and um, uh, people are taking it and, you know, their pain's getting a little better. But then after taking it for a little bit, the pain comes back and they started calling that breakthrough pain. Just, you know, breakthrough pain was a made up word. It's a made up concept that the pharmaceutical industry came up with to sell more uh pills um they made it up purdue pharma made it up and um what they said is well you're just having breakthrough pain and that means you need to take a higher dose of pills so uh, i remember when people were still 
um, after they get vaccinated, they're still getting COVID. They were saying we're having breakthrough cases. So another made up term and a made up word just so they can sell their vaccine. So um, what you need to do is you need to get another shot. You need to get the boosters. So I think there's what, six or seven of them now um, so that they could sell more of them. Uh, that's what it looked like to me, not, oh, oh we, we care about you and you just need to get more so it can take care of you. Um, no, I think it lined up with the same thing as what they were doing with the opioid crisis. So the other thing that they did uh, with um, OxyContin, um, when people were getting addicted to it and like people were dying from it, they couldn't take responsibility for that, um, that they just made like a really toxic drug that was actually, yeah, a, a drug, not a pharmaceutical. And um, it, they started blaming the addicts. They said, well, that's not our fault. It's the people who are addicts. They're the ones that are abusing the drug. And it's like, oh, well, now like the amount of addicts uh, have like, you know, quadrupled um, based off of your drug. And all these people are like getting addicted to it and their lives are being ruined and they're dying from it. And it's just like, um, they're blaming, well, it's the addict's fault. It's not the drug's fault. It's not our fault. Um, so they just need to like get help. That's, that's the problem. And it's like, they were doing the same thing. Well, no, it's not our vaccine's fault. It's that people are, um, still getting sick. It's, it's, it's the unvaccinated people's fault. It's their, their, they're the problem. And it's just like, what are you talking about? So, I think the lack of responsibility all around for like this pandemic and everything that was happening from the powers that be was just like baffling to me. It was, it was crazy. Um, okay. And then these are just a few for you people who like stats and statistics. Um, uh, there was an article released by the guardian in October uh, I think last October that, uh, yeah, October 20, 2021, that people who are fully vaccinated against COVID yet catch the virus are just as infectious to others in their household as infected unvaccinated people. Um, they did a research and a study on that, and uh, those are the, the results that they found. So, um, yeah, it doesn't stop transmission. Stop the spread was um, a lie. Um, so then um, uh, in... Another source, Investigative Europe, says that um, the mRNA jabs uh, could be mass produced for as little as $1.18 to $2.85. And the markup for each shot um, for Moderna was 794% and over 1,838% for Pfizer. So they that's how much they marked the vaccines up. So that's what our tax dollars paid for um so they could make them for like a dollar or two and then they um you know um bumped them marked them up like a thousand percent um so that's pretty crazy and then they're like it's free it's free <laughs> it's a free vaccine no it ain't um so i just think like we're just witnessing this like toxic system that we're a part of and I ain't about it. And I think we're just reaching a time in our world where um, these systems are ready to bust at the seams and um, we're ready to see like the lies that they've been telling us. And I'm just seeing everybody walk around in all this fear. And it's just like, this is no way to live our lives. But we're 
you know, we have choice. That's the thing. Our, our minds and have a choice of where we put our mind towards. So we can choose to accept people's choices for their lives because we live in a, pan- a planet of free will and choice. That is like one of the main things I believe about this earth. It's free will and choice. But we also have a choice of whether we use that free will or we give it away to somebody else to make choices for us. And I think a lot of us do that. Um, I know I certainly have in my life and there are probably places in my life where I still do that. But um, one thing I've chosen to do is to recognize my power in every moment. And I'm not always successful at it, but I'm doing it more and more. And for me, this vaccine was a moment for me to step into my power and what I feel is true for me and to honor that no matter what anybody says. And I had so many people call me names and stop talking to me and like think I'm crazy because of this stuff and like, okay, fine. You can't accept me even though we've been friends for like 10 years. It's just like, okay. I I just, um, it was just kind of gross. And You know, I remember lots of people called me a conspiracy theorist. And I just want to tell you that the word conspiracy comes from two Latin words that mean to breathe together. Can you believe that? So I feel honored to be called a conspiracy theorist because I took a breath together with my mind, my soul, and my body. I took a breath I took a pause and I took a moment to feel into what felt right for me. And I think a lot of us forgot that conspiracy for ourselves. I think as a collective, as a society, we couldn't step into conspiracy and take a breath together and realize that we all have choice. You know, so many people who were telling me like, when I questioned why oh, you can't find anything that talks about negative side effects of the vaccine on Google. Google censors information. And they're like, where's your stats? That's not true. And I'm just like, you're a conspiracy theorist. And I'm just like, no, it's true. Because I will look up stuff on Google and they only have things that are pro what they want. And then I go on DuckDuckGo and I can find stuff. So it's like, they absolutely censor stuff. They feed, they have algorithms that feed the narrative of what they want people to think so they can make money off the stuff they've endorsed or whatever. And, you know, I think one of the big things that really came up for me besides all of the like government, medical system, media stuff was watching how other people acted. And another big thing that happened during the pandemic was this fight for equality lots on lots of levels. And the thing that we neglected is that we have equality of our choices too. Equality doesn't mean you be this one way and we'll accept you. Equality means you can be completely different in how you look and in what you believe. And I can still accept you. And we are equal as humans. And so many people that were like out there fighting for equality, saying we, you know, everybody deserves to be treated equally, are there, are the, were the first people to step in and bash me and call me crazy. And I'm not trying to make myself a victim here. This, I'm just telling the story. It, that's so, I'm no victim. But the hypocrisy of it all. And when, you know, 
all the stuff with abortion happened and that law got overturned, people are there saying, women have choice over what to do with their bodies. We have choice. And I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Six months ago, you were telling me I'm batshit crazy and I need to go get the vaccine and I need to shut up that I don't have choice over my body. And then now I'm watching you say we deserve to have choice. I'm just like, what? And words and actions aren't matching up. And then you're there screaming, you know, people are screaming for equality and race and, you know, and women and all this stuff. And like, but yet that's and that's about, you know, accepting people as they are. And I'm showing up as I am, but you can't accept me. And you're trying to change me and tell me that I need to be different. The energetics of it don't match up. And to me, that was just like, what are we doing? And I also remember watching like John Oliver and they're talking about the opioid crisis and hitting on things that like I just talked about and how horrible Purdue Pharma is. But yet the next episode, they're talking about how like, on the unvaccinated people are stupid and crazy and you just need to get this vaccine when I feel like Pfizer's doing the same stuff Purdue Pharma was. And I'm just like, what's happening? And I feel like we just fall into these boxes and we've stopped thinking for ourselves. And I refuse to be one of those people. We start discriminating against each other. That's not okay. Equality goes beyond how we look. It goes into who we are and what we believe. It goes into, you know, allowing people to express what they feel, even if we don't like it. And what we tend to do now is, I don't like what you said, so I'm going to cancel you. Oh, you offended somebody, so I'm going to cancel you. No, they opened up a conversation. What they're doing is they're triggering something within you and you're refusing to look at it. So instead, you cancel them. And cancel culture became blown up. And it's just like now all these people are afraid to be themselves because it's become a witch hunt. I'm not afraid anymore. This is my truth. This is what I'm observing and this is what I'm seeing. And if you refuse to look at it and you don't want to open your mind and maybe just explore another perspective, that's fine. That's your choice. But don't come blaming me for it and telling me that I'm a horrible person. That's just a reflection of something that's going on within you. And the big thing I'm seeing mainly is that people aren't wanting to face themselves. They're not wanting to find their truth. They want someone else to take care of it for them. And just like I talked about in my last episode, I need this to save me. That's what the vaccine became for people. Please save me. I'm so afraid. I don't want to save myself. I don't want to look at myself. I don't want to tell myself it's okay. I don't want to change my habits. So please let this external thing come in and save me. Maybe it did for like a month or two and you felt okay. And then stuff started happening in the world again. And you're back to being afraid. And there's going to be something that happens, you know, from now a war breaks out or you know, fires start happening or there's a serial killer in the loose, whatever it may be, there's always going to be something that can make us afraid unless we step into our power and tell ourselves it's okay. Our souls came here for all different journeys. Let's start diving into what those journeys are. You know, and then there's this other aspect of 
we're doing things just because we're afraid of what people are going to think of us. I remember I was out with one of my friends and we're walking outside and we went to go grab a bite to eat and, um, you know, you couldn't go into the place unless you put a mask on and I don't know, I'm, I'm not a, a big masker. So, oh gosh, so sue me. Um, and I, but I'm going to respect the business that I'm going into. And I put one on. And then as soon as we walk out, I took it off. And my friend was like, I would not wear one, but I don't want people to think I'm a Republican. I'm like, really? Well, I don't want people to think that I'm not in my power and that I'm not tuning in with who I am and choosing for myself. So I'm not going to wear one. (laughs) It's just like, so then we just become afraid of like, I don't want people to think this of me. Who cares? What do you think of yourself? That's what matters. Why, why do you keep giving your power away to other people and external things? That's what matters. Be bold. Take it off. What do you feel like you need for yourself? And I think sometimes we convince ourselves that our fear is just protection. We're protecting ourselves. We're taking care of ourselves by doing this out of fear. It's time to really get into the nuances and the nitty gritty of why we're doing what we're doing, of what we're listening to. Turn the news off and tune into you. Stop tuning into out there and tune into you. That's what I'm an advocate for. Let's all be conspiracy theorists and take a breath together and really slow down and evaluate where everything is coming from, how it's making us feel what it's inciting within us, and then let's look at it. Start using discernment with ourselves. This person said this thing. This person, I think this thing's offensive that this person said. Then don't pay attention to it. Then express what you think and start putting it out there. But just like Google censors us, we censor ourselves. It's time to step into our truth. And that's where I'm at. And that's why I didn't get it. So I want to leave you with just a few things. If someone is telling you there's only one way to do something, that's a red flag. Because there's not. You know, I used to think there's only one way to get into, like, the comedy industry. I got to do it this way. No, I got to do it my way. And that's what life is about. It's about discovering your way to do things. And if right now your way is doing things out of fear, that's fine. But maybe start exploring why you're doing it that way. What's the belief that's underneath that? What's the trauma? Because I really think ultimately all of our ways is to step into our power and our uniqueness. And to honor that within each other. We can shift our perspectives at any moment. You know, a lot of people, I think, during this pandemic, all this fear happened. And we're operating out of the fear of getting sick. And we've all been sick before. Sometimes I've been sick like four times in one year. I'm still here. I'm doing great. I'm thriving. But we're so afraid of it. Why? We can shift our perspective about getting sick. What if we got sick because we're actually just putting ourselves under a huge amount of stress and we're going, 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 
and our body just needs to rest. So it's going to make you sick so you can slow down. So you can actually get better. What if getting sick is actually making you better? And what if when you get sick, it's actually your body trying to point out to you these patterns that you've been operating from? Like, oh my gosh, I'm sick. And like, now I like, I was supposed to have a date and I'm so desperate to like go meet somebody. Now I can't go because I'm sick. Well, maybe you need to look at like, oh, I don't like being alone and dig into that for yourself. Or maybe you're just like, ugh, I need to like work out every morning and now I can't do that because I'm sick. Well, maybe it's a toxic pattern and you have stuff about body image that you need to look at. So maybe getting sick is pointing out to you where your mind is actually sick. Maybe you, your body needed to get sick because a lot of energy is hitting the planet and your body's recalibrating and reattuning and it just needed you to like take a rest so it can do that. And what if you got sick on vacation or whatever because your body or it's the universe protecting you from something? What if it's like, we don't want you to go to that party because you might like, get hit by a car or something like that. So it's the universe protecting you. But we always think like getting sick is such a bad thing. It's not. What if it's actually a healing thing? And what if this virus actually hit the planet not to heal, not to make us sick, but to heal us? What if it was actually a blessing? But the powers that be are telling us it's bad because they they need to remain in control. And if we're in our power, then they can't control us. They can't have what they want because we're in a narcissistic relationship with them. And so we spend so much time trying to avoid our pain, but the avoidance actually makes us be in more pain than, dying in, than diving into the pain actually would cause us. Does that make sense? Again, instead of diving into our pain, our triggers, accepting the sickness, the illness, the momentary respite, we look to the external and we say, I need this to save me from my fear. I need this to help me avoid looking at myself. And to me, that's the real virus. We are avoiding looking at ourselves. We are avoiding stepping into our truth. We are avoiding pulling off the layers of false beliefs that are sitting in our system. So we can shift our perspective at any time. And we could give two shits if people think we're a Republican or Democrat or Libertarian. Those are just labels. And people label us so that they can feel more comfortable about not looking at themselves. They need us to be a certain thing. Well, guess what? You want to call me a conspiracy theorist? You want to call me crazy? That's actually just a reflection of something in you. I'm who you need me to be so that you can feed your journey. That's it. I'm just a mirror for you. So if you need me to be a conspiracy theorist, go ahead and maybe ask yourself why you need me to be that. And while you're doing that, I'm going to take a breath and tune in and keep following my truth. And this is an invitation for you to do the same. Whatever that may be, 
and I'll respect you for it. So I'm going to leave you with this. <sighs> Let's all be in that conspiracy together. Let's take a breath together and a pause and just a moment to realize what our truth is, regardless of other people, regardless of what the media, the government, or any of these systems are telling us. This is just outside noise, and you can choose whether you believe it or not. Are you following it just because the mainstream is telling you to do that? Or are you following it because it's actually true to you? Do you feel like if you get other people to do the thing that you say and you save other people, you're going to get an ego boost that everything will be great and you'll be this amazing person? Why are you following what you're following? Is it your ego or is it your truth? And these are the things we have to start diving into. Take a breath together, not just as a collective, as brothers and sisters of humanity, but as an individual in and of ourselves. Take a breath, your mind, your body, your soul, all together, uniting them within yourself and asking, what is my truth? Where do I stand? Does this feel right to me? Is it making me feel afraid? Is it making me feel powerful? And is that power actually my power or is it my ego? Dive in. Don't live in fear. Don't live in fear of who you actually are. Take that risk and look at you. That's how we make a better world. That's how we save ourselves. That's how we save other people. It has nothing to do with the external things and it has everything to do with you. And what's happening internally is going to be reflected to you externally. And how you view other people is how you're actually viewing something about yourself. This world is a reflection but we get to choose how we operate within it. What's your choice going to be? Let's take a breath together and figure that out.